It's actually really cool to see some extra faces in church as well. And um, so beautiful just worshipping together, that sense of the Holy Spirit just really moving in the place with God's people here. So I am, um, I'm really excited to be sharing God's word this morning. So God has something really specific for you this morning, okay? Something very specific for you, yeah? He has something to tell you. He has something to reveal to you. He has a work to do in your heart. God has something really precious for you this morning. Because if there's anything that I know about the Lord, it's that he's a father that loves to minister to his children. He is a father that loves to talk to his children. He is a father that loves to just meet us face to face and speak into our hearts and speak into our lives. He's not a far away God. He's an up close, personal, in your face God that, that has something really specific for you. So I want you to be expectant. I want your hearts to be truly open to what it is that God wants to do in you this morning. So can we pray? Because God has already been on the move in a beautiful way, but there's even more. So we just thank you, Father. You're such a wonderful God and we love you so much. We thank you that you're a wonder-working, miracle-working, beautiful Father. We thank you for the blood of your Son, Jesus. And we welcome you, God, in our hearts, in our lives, in our homes this morning, Lord, to just do a great work. You know, where we're lifting off the box and the limitations and saying, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done in our hearts, in our lives this morning, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's get into the Word of God. So Isaiah 40, verse 31 says in the ESV version, But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. Every time I read this scripture, I just kind of breathe and go, Oh, it's so life-giving, isn't it? So, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That's a pretty cool promise, isn't it? Psalm 27 verse 14 says, Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Lamentations 3 verse 25 says, The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. There's something really special about waiting on the Lord. So who likes waiting? <laughs> who likes waiting to see the doctor? And you're like, I really hope they're only half an hour late today. Who likes waiting in line at the supermarket? Who likes waiting at the bank? Although we hardly ever really wait at a bank anymore, do we? Who's been into a bank recently? I can't even remember the last time I was in a bank. Who likes waiting for food at a restaurant when you're really hungry and you're like, I am salivating of just thinking about that food um, and where what you're waiting, you're waiting. So... Waiting for a pay rise. Not a fun thing, is it? <laughs> what about waiting for your husband to cook? That can take a really, really, really long time. Amazing cook, but give yourself two or three hours. Like you can't be hungry if Andrew's cooking. 
You will, you will get a phenomenal meal, but you really have to wait for it. Love you, hon. <laughs> so what about waiting for test results? Or waiting to meet the right person? Waiting to fall pregnant? There's lots of things that we actually wait on, isn't there? Waiting for your dream to be fulfilled? Waiting for a relationship to be restored? Waiting for your healing? That's a tough one, isn't it? Waiting for your kids at sports training. We have spent a lot of time waiting at Bunnyong Football Oval while our kids train and train and train. But now they're actually taken up surfing too, so we get to wait at the beach, which is a really cool place to wait. If I have to wait anywhere, then the beach is the place to wait. So I'm super happy that they're into the surfing. My sister-in-law used to say, that the most relaxing thing she did when her kids were young was watch Netflix in her car with a blanket while they were doing gymnastics, athletics, heptathlons, cheerleading, um, just a huge plethora of sports. So it did pay off though, because our niece is in Nebraska at the moment getting a free university education um, and a monthly allowance to actually play sport overseas. So there was fruit from the waiting. And I guess as I've kind of just meditated on the word wait recently, I've been reminded that it's not necessarily pleasant, is it? No, waiting can be hard. Waiting can be really difficult. And waiting can test our patience. And it can actually really test our faith. But what if there's purpose in the waiting? What if God's moving and preparing and getting things exactly right into alignment so that he can bring those plans and purposes and dreams to pass? Because from waiting comes great things. So I have some questions for you. I love to ask questions. Do we need to learn to wait? Could it be... If we mastered the art of waiting on the Lord, we would actually discover that he has an abundance to give and we never need to be in lack. Do we ever miss out because we don't wait? What does waiting on God look like in your life? How do you wait on the Lord? And these questions aren't, here to condemn you that actually just to open our eyes to the fact that we have this incredible opportunity to wait on the Lord yeah are there different types of waiting these are questions that I've been asking myself because it's a whole lot harder to wait for a promise to be fulfilled than it is to wait for a pizza <laughs> yeah Psalm 33, verse 20. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Hebrews 6, 15. And so, having patiently waited. Oh gosh, that's a really tough one, isn't it? Having patiently waited, he obtained the promise. Micah 7, 7. But as for me, I will watch expectantly for the Lord. I will wait 
for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. There's a lot of scriptures I'm waiting, isn't there? Psalm 130, verse 5. I will wait for the Lord. My soul does wait. And in his word do I hope. Wow. Who's ever found themselves facing circumstances in life that have zapped your strength? (laughs) We could all put our heads up, couldn't we? Yeah? Things that have drained your time, your energy, your emotions, your health, your finances, and your capacity to actually keep on giving. So what if the truth is that every single one of us actually live in a world and face circumstances that can drain us daily. Sounds a bit depressing, doesn't it? But it's actually really true. See, it's natural for things to zap our strength because every time we love, give, work, serve, sacrifice, every time we give of ourselves in any way, we are pouring out so there's actually a natural depletion that happens on the inside of us in our workplace in our families in our relationships we love to give of ourselves don't we and we're meant to give we're actually meant to give that's a good thing we're created to be Jesus hands and feet we're actually created to love well and to love extravagantly amen we're actually doing what we're supposed to be doing so the question is how do we refill the tank How do we refill the emotional petrol tank that can get a little bit empty? I want to read Romans 12, verse 9 to 10. Got that one on my... It might be on the screen. I'll use the screen. So don't just pretend to love others. Love this. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honouring each other. So we're created to give. We're created to love. We're created to pour out. But also there is a natural depletion as we do that. So how do we live full rather than live depleted or in a place of lack? Because it's easy to find ourselves in a place of deficit, isn't it? Who's ever found them in a place of deficit? I'm like, I'm in a deficit here. I'm not in an abundance. I'm actually feeling the lack. I need to refill this tank in a big way. So I have a thought. Uh, I want you to really grab this this morning. So what if God knew that life would take from us and that he had a master plan for us to be full rather than to be empty or in deficit? What happens if he had a plan to have our strength renewed rather than to live in lack? What if we could live in a way where the circumstances of life actually increased our wisdom, insight, revelation? What if everything we face and journey through is actually just an opportunity to hear more from God, to receive wisdom from heaven, to experience a greater degree of his love and understand more of God's heart and will for our lives? What if we lived full, filled, overflowing, rather than drained, 
empty and depleted, yeah? Because I want to be really full because we're actually continually choosing to renew our strength, amen? Proverbs 3 verse 10 says, Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. Wow, I want that uncontainable source of inner joy. How about you? So I have another question. Where are we created to go to renew our strength? And how will you choose to wait on God? How do we learn to wait when we don't like waiting? <laughs> we live in an instant society, don't we? We live in an instant world and we want things and we want them now. We don't like waiting naturally. It's not how we're hardwired. You know, we have smartphones and, you know, everything can happen instantaneously. We contact people and they, we expect them to respond in 30 seconds or it's just not good enough. We do. We live in this instant world that's busy, busy, busy. And, and everyone I speak to will share with you that life tends to get busier, not slower. So what if the key, though, is to take time out from the busy, 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 and make time to wait on the Lord. Because the truth is found in Isaiah 40, 31, isn't it? We read it right at the start. But those, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. It doesn't say, but those that are busy, busy, busy shall renew their strength. It doesn't say those that are distracted, 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 does it? It says those who wait for the Lord. Wait. For the Lord. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. See, strength is found in the waiting. Running and not becoming weary is mastered as we wait on the Lord. Walking and not fainting is found in the waiting. See, the most wonderful things happen when you wait. They really do. The most incredible things happen when you wait. And I guess I feel that the Lord wants us to get a revelation of how extraordinary it can be to live a life where we wait on him. We have the most incredible opportunity. This is not something that we have to do. Oh, my gosh, I've got to spend time with God. Oh, it's just going to be such a drag. You know, I really have to force myself to do that. Oh, my gosh, I've got to pick up my Bible. Oh, gosh, where will I find the time to do that? We've got an opportunity to sit with Papa God. We've got an opportunity to connect with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We get to hang out with him, hear from him. We get to receive his perspective on life and not be dictated to or controlled or driven by the stuff we see around us that doesn't look how we want it to look. We get to connect with the creator of our souls, the lover of our souls, the God that says I can do more than you hope dream and imagine yeah the one who births fire and passion and dreams on the inside of us I mean God knows everything he is so extraordinary we can't even begin to fathom how incredible he is and we get to wait on him we get to hang out with him spend time with him be in his presence my gosh 
This is just, it's extraordinary when you think about it, isn't it? That we get the privilege of being able to do that. Wow, that just kind of blows my mind. We get to hang out with the one who conquers, who's victorious, who wins every battle, yeah? Can I say that again? Who wins every single battle? Are you facing a battle? Wait on the Lord. Are things getting thrown your way? Wait on the Lord. Don't fight the battle. Wait on the Lord because he will fight for you, yeah? Who defeats every enemy. God is undefeatable. Who, who feels undefeatable? Sometimes I'm like, oh, man, this is a battle. This is like way harder than I thought it was going to be. But God is undefeatable. So what happens if we wait on the Lord who is undefeatable? What happens to the stuff in our lives that we feel is defeating us? What happens to the things in our lives that we feel like are too big and we can't do this and we haven't got what it takes? If we're waiting on the Lord who is undefeatable and wins every battle, what happens to the battles that we're facing? Come on, there's a whole lot of victory God's got for you. Did you know that? Yeah, God has a whole lot of victory for you. This is not a sales pitch. (laughs) This is not like buy one fry pan, get one free. Or, you know, if you purchase this today for $59.95, we're going to give you free steak knives too. This is an invitation to spend time with the creator of the heavens and the earth. This is an invitation to spend time with the one who knows you, loves you, adores you, champions you. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Even if you got it wrong yesterday, his arms are open and inviting you in today. How cool is that? I mucked up yesterday. I fell a bit short. I didn't quite get where I wanted to get. But there's a new invitation today to wait on him again. John 14 verse 6. I am the way and the truth and the life. He has only life for you. Yeah, only life. That's pretty cool because not everyone has life for you, do they? Some people have criticism. Some people, you know, want to doubt your dreams. Some people love to just pull you down and tell you that that's impossible and it can't happen or how will you do that? But he has only life for you, only the best. We just need to wait on him. You know what happens when you wait? Your strength is renewed. You get endurance for the journey because it's a marathon, isn't it? (laughs) There are no sprints in the kingdom. It's a marathon, man, and we need a whole lot of endurance for the journey. God prepares you to see the fulfillment of your dreams come to pass. He heals our hearts and he heals our bodies and he fills us, fills us to overflowing. So I have a question. What if we learned that waiting is our friend? Yeah? What if God wants to give us a revelation that waiting is our friend and not our enemy? When I was waiting all those years ago for my promised son, for this child that God had promised me, 
and the circumstances said totally opposite, you know, that there was incredible things that happened in that waiting process. You know, the waiting was a gift because I discovered the unconditional love of God. I actually built a much stronger relationship with Jesus that has carried me through my life. I discovered a God who heals. Amen. A God who loves me no matter what. A God who fulfills his promises even when you can't see them yet. A father who loves to spend time with his children. A papa who healed all the broken places and spaces on the inside of me. And a God that has an even greater plan than I do. Yeah, because we think we got it all mapped out. We think we know the way it has to work and the way it needs to come together and exactly what needs to happen there. But you know what? When you let go and you let God, he actually does much greater. His plan is far more extraordinary than our limited minds could even imagine. Yeah? A God who speaks only life over my life. A father that will never leave me, give up on me or turn his back on me. Things happen in God's timing, not mine. That's the hard part, isn't it? Remember, waiting's your friend. So who does he want you to discover that he is in the waiting? Psalm 27, 14. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. Can I say it again so we just like soak it in (laughs) wait for the lord be strong and let your heart take courage yes wait for the lord there's an invitation there that will totally transform your life and your world so i actually can the worship team come up ross is that possible that would be great if we can just play in the background thank you team Yeah, just something soft in the background would be lovely. Make my voice sound really silky smooth and beautiful. (laughs) You know, when you listen to your voice and you're like, oh my gosh, does it sound like that? (laughs) And now I have to listen to it. Did you say yes? (gasps) Repent in Jesus' name. What was that scripture? Love, 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 love extravagantly. Love well. (laughs) We're all works in progress, aren't we? That's okay. God's okay with that. So can I encourage you today to wait for the Lord? Wait on Him. Be with Him. Rest in His love. Soak in His presence. I promise it will change your life in the best possible way. He wants to make a decision today to create a lifestyle where waiting God, waiting on God is a priority, yeah? Where waiting on Him comes before all the other stuff. Because there's a whole lot of stuff in life, isn't there? There's a whole lot of stuff, but you know what? I want to wait on Him first. I want to wait on Him first because I know if I wait on Him first, everything else that I put my hand to and put my attention to, He will bless and make fruitful. It's amazing how you can 
spend, work a little bit less and spend a little bit more time with God and then things just kind of happen supernaturally when you make time for Him. Who wants to make a decision to recommit to waiting on the Lord? Because sometimes we do it really well and sometimes we just allow life to distract us from waiting on the Lord. And that's okay. There's no condemnation here. There's no condemnation from God. There's no condemnation from us. There's just an invitation to begin to live a lifestyle where you wait on the Lord. Sometimes in life there's pain. There's disappointment. And it can distract us from the truth that we're actually created, created, yeah? We're created to wait on Him. We're created for Him. We're created by Him, yeah, to wait on the Lord. It's part of your divine makeup, you know. You're actually called. The most life-giving place that you can live in is a place where you're waiting on the Lord. want to read Song of Solomon 2 verse 10. It says, My beloved speaks and says to me, Arise, my love, my beautiful one, and come away. How cool is that? God's calling you to come away with Him. He's calling you to come be with Him. Come spend time with Him. Come away from the rush. (laughs) Come away from distractions. Come away from tasks and disappointment. And be with the one who just longs to be with you. Yeah, because you are the greatest desire of the Father's heart. You know, I love spending time with my children. I find so much joy in spending time with my children. It is the desire of my heart to hang out with them and love on them and be with them and connect with them and have a great relationship with them. So our Heavenly Father is no different. In fact, His love is perfect and His desire for us is even greater than that. He longs to be with you. He longs to spend time with you. He longs to just love on you and reveal His heart for you to you. So who wants to make a decision to start waiting on Him more? I know I do, yeah. So why don't we stand? I think we're going to pray together this morning. Ephesians 3 verse 20 in the message version says, God can do anything, you know. That's a great start, isn't it? God can do anything, you know. I want to speak that over your life this morning. I want to speak that over your circumstances. I want to speak that over anything that you feel is disheartening you or can't be done or isn't possible. God can do anything, yeah. God can do anything. If, you, if there's a circumstance and you feel like giving up, my truth to you is God can do anything. If there's something that you're discouraged about because you haven't seen the fulfillment of it yet, God can do anything. God can do anything. We thank you, Lord, that you are the God that can do anything, Father. You are the God who can do anything. And we welcome you, God, to do anything, yeah, to do the anything in our lives in Jesus' name. 
God can do anything you know far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. And this is the waiting bit. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us. His spirit deeply and gently within us. It happens in the waiting family, yeah? Let's choose to be a family who waits on the Lord. Let's choose to be a people that wait on the Lord, that he would renew your strength, yeah, that you would run and not be weary, that you would walk and not be faint, that you would be full and not be drained, that you would be overflowing and not depleted, that you would be hearing from heaven and hearing from the Lord and so connected to Him and in the deepest relationship with Him, that you were just an extension of His heart and His hands on planet Earth, yeah, because that's who He's called us to be. So I want you to lift your hands to heaven. If you want to wait on the Lord, if you want to learn to wait on Him more and connect with Him more, just lift your hands this morning. We thank you, Father, for the privilege of being your children. We thank you for the privilege of spending time with you, Lord, for the gift of being able to wait on you, God, because it's a joy, it's a privilege, it's an honour, it's a delight. But sometimes life just gets messy and distracting, God, or discouraging, and it's easy to just forget that there is a place, a refuge that we can just run to, that you are the Lord that we can wait on. So we say from this day forward, we will be a people that wait on the Lord. We will be a people that choose to wait first, God, and then go out in Jesus' name. We will be a people that are full and filled and in abundance, God, that there would be no lack in Jesus' name, but that just the, the overflowing of heaven, God, would be upon each and every one of us, Lord. So every, any bit of discouragement that anyone feels this morning, we want to surrender that to you. We thank you that as we wait, you heal. We thank you that as we wait, you minister to the deep places and spaces in our hearts. We thank you that as we choose to wait, you feel and you feel and you feel in Jesus' name. So we look forward to the fruits of waiting. We look forward to declaring that we are a people that love to wait on the Lord. We love to wait on you, Lord. We love to be in your presence, Lord. We love to call your name. We love to hear you, God. We love to connect our heart, Lord, with your heart in Jesus' name. I love you so much. We thank you for your goodness this morning. We thank you for your presence. Holy Spirit, remind us to wait on you tomorrow and the next day and the day after that. Just give us that little nudge, Lord, that we would create a lifestyle of waiting in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. He's so good, isn't he? He is such a good God. Pastor Andrew, he's going to come and lead us in communion. Thank you for those that were tuned in streaming. We love you. 